2: Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Jcast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon MacDonald. It's a big week for us, Damon. The uh, football came back yesterday. Premier League's back. Nice and uh, I can't tell you how much I've missed the the authentic experience of being a, an Arsenal fan in Asia, where uh, you go to bed and then you wake up at about 4am, check your phone, see that you've lost 3-0... And then immediately go back to sleep. So yay, football. <laughs> it's back. Uh Joel, that's not
1: the only thing that was exciting this week. Let's let's be honest here. You know uh uh the Bundesliga is crowned a champion as well. So um uh, let's not let's not dismiss that. But also, Joel, for the first time in months, for the first time in what, over a hundred days, Joel. Uh not only do we have one show, not only do we have two shows, but we have a whopping three delicious shows that we can talk about here today.
2: It's a three-course meal,
1: isn't it, Damon? It's a banquet. It's a banquet. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a cornucopia of deliciousness. Um, what a great time. What a great, like, you know, for me, it was waking up right around the time I would normally wake up. And just popping on the TV and seeing that ring and, and hearing those voices and uh, having, you know, it, it, how about that opening video? Oh boy, did that hit you? Did that get to put a little lump in your throat, that opening video? Even seeing Fager in it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got, I was annoyed with myself for not submitting something. You know, I could have done something wearing a Super J cast t shirt, get oh. extra involved. So I was sort of thinking, oh, Mr. Trick there.
1: Yeah, they would have never put that on. You know that. <laughs> anything to do with us, they would have. Been, that would have gone right into the fucking bin.
2: I could have worn a disguise, like as like a you know those glasses with a fake nose and a mustache thing. Yeah, yeah
1: that would be awesome. I will tell you what, we did we did miss it. Maybe maybe we'll have a second calling, and we'll uh, we'll do a little uh, we'll do a little experiment and see if we can get anything anything slide by their their evil censors. When it comes right.
2: to, uh, to correct me if I'm wrong, I seem to recall us getting interviewed in Korakuen after New Year Dash last yep. year. That never yep. saw the light of day, did it? No, it did not. There's a and lot of things had that we saying that Jay White was going to win the title. <laughs>
1: that's right.
2: That's right. I remember standing there. Uh,
1: there's a Joel, there's a lot of things that we've uh, whether it be audio or video that's gotten into the hands of New Japan Pro Wrestling that hasn't been used. Let's be honest. <laughs> That 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 example you gave isn't the first time, and the last example I gave wasn't the last time. So there's a lot of stuff in the middle there. Uh, but hey, whatever. <laughs> let's let's start off bashing the company we, we cover. <laughs> Glad to have uh, you back, your fan. <laughs> exactly. We're back. Well, now we're officially back. Ah, uh, so. I know we have a lot of uh, news. I'm sure we have a lot of questions. I'm sure we have a lot of uh, people asking for our opinions. Joel, I'm going to let you drive the boat.
2: First up, we have four events hitting the New Japan schedule this summer, where we've got New Japan Road, Sengoku Lord, and Summer Struggle, seeing fans coming to venues in Tokyo and Nagoya this July. So... After the Dominion in Joe Hall, the next show we'll have after that is New Japan Road. That's Monday, July 20th at Korakuen Hall with fans. Sengoku Lord in Nagoya will be July 25th at the Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium. And then Summer Struggle will be Monday, July 27th and Friday, July 31st at Korakuen Hall. So we've got, uh, I wouldn't say long term, but you know, we've got some events planned out with fans for the next couple of months, which is exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean they're not going to be full events, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they'll be under some type of. Again, all this is is a lot of testing the waters and dipping their toes, and I'm sure New Japan is looking at other sports leagues. Um, and e- even with that said, I'm, I'm I've been thoroughly impressed with what I've I've seen um, when it comes to and heard over the past three months, and even these past shows. Um, they, they're actually ha- they actually have their announcers social distancing, right? There's actual legitimate real space between them. Uh, an amazing concept. Uh, and it looks like the very limited crew that are on these shows, Joel, are, you know, they're social distancing and they' they're doing the right things and I, I, everybody's wearing a mask. There's nobody not wearing a mask uh, that I could tell. Um, so we're testing the the waters, not only with getting people back in the ring and getting new Japan back and and running and storylines and pro wrestling and all that fun stuff. It's okay. How do we, how do we make this work? How do, how are we, how are we going to do this? Um, so every one of these shows are incremental steps into the shows that you just talked about where fans are coming back. The live experience, you don't want to hinder that too much. Um, and now, you know, it's, Hopefully, you know, by the end of the year, we're looking at shows where all you know, every seat can be filled. Who knows? But I'm sure that's the goal.
2: I saw a seating chart for Korakuen. It wasn't for New Japan. Um, I forget which promotion it was, but it basically had two empty seats between each attendee. So maybe that's the kind of thing we'll see. And I'll be interested to see what that looks like, what it sounds like. So yeah, very excited to see how that plays out. And we have a question here from Japanese Retro Game Center. He says, suddenly, Sengoku Lord made a return to the schedule. I'm going to try to make the show if I can. Think we may have some surprise guests on this show. And let me lump that in with another two questions. So RT Cotton says, who do you think is the Grandmaster that we've been seeing in these vignettes, in the weight of the Grandmaster? And do you think it's a junior or a heavyweight? And Chris asks, what faction do you think the Grandmaster will end up in? So uh, let me ask you first, Damon. Who do you think this Grandmaster character might be? I mean everybody's pointing at
1: uh Coato, um, who apparently is no according to Lucha Blog, the great Lucha Blog, uh Cubs fan. Got a lot of right? time for
2: Lucha Blog. We yeah, very pleased to meet him. We met him, didn't we? He was at the, the bar after the, the Chelsea Bell after the Correct. Madison Square Garden show.
1: That is right. That is right. Uh solid work there. Um it's it appears, you know, his time is done. And you know, everybody's kind of pointing at that. Now I will I will <laughs> I will remind everyone of a little vignette where uh, a gentleman was wearing a motorcycle jacket and was carving up a bar, and uh, everyone screamed Chris Brooks. Right? So um, that has happened in the
2: past, but I think I uh, thought I it was going to all... be Barry Griffiths, but no one listened to me. <laughs> what is no Barry, one even Griffiths? Knows who Barry Griffiths? Is? I don't know. Is that... I don't know. Explain. Uh, you gotta he... explain. The... Is it a Welsh? Well, bodybuilder, professional wrestler. He was in WWE developmental for a while. I think his name was Mason Ryan. I think he might have been part ah. of CM Punk's Nexus faction. Uh, he was in the reboot of the UK Gladiators TV series as well. And <laughs> you're a big fan. Uh, I, I, I sort of had my tongue in cheek there because I was thinking, okay, so someone who was in NXT developmental, someone who's British, because the UK flag. Oh. It's got to be Barry Griffiths, but uh, no, we were wrong. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like you say, we don't see these kind of hype vignettes very often, do we? I mean, just off the top of my head, who have we seen them for? So, Jay White, uh, Ishimori, Shingo kind of had one with the pare- Pareja. Uh, yeah, Jericho. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a few here. Um, yeah, Moxley. and Huh. Have I mean, that's a
0: good them. list.
2: <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, evil was a evil was a just a de- debut. I don't th- I don't remember any vignettes. Um, no, I mean, I think I also all all roads point there. Number one um, faction. Uh, who knows? I mean, I don't even know what the, the truly what the character is. I mean, it's, it's, it, I know we see a lot of martial arts being performed, so um, we'll see there.
2: And what was the last question? What faction do you think the Grand Master will
1: yeah, no, end no. up in? Yeah, that's, like I said, I don't <laughs> even know what the character's going to be. Um, and I'm sure there's a dig at me. My love of factions. I, I say chaos because chaos is a heel faction.
2: <laughs> um, do, you have any, do you have any worries about Kawato, given that what we heard... I know we've touched on this before, but the, the excursion didn't go as well as we would have hoped but do you think it would be okay now he's back in new japan with a style and environment that he's familiar with he'll be fine i mean do you have any worries about that any worries about the gimmick do you think it looks a bit dorky does it look like a kind of undercard comedy gimmick to you i mean what's what your thoughts on it i mean look let's
1: use watanabe as as an example of you know if somebody told me that he was going to be a gigantic goth Monster guy, <laughs> you know, I would probably have hand waved that instantly. Um, I don't know. I mean, all I see is a bunch of feet dancing between some some trees. You know, I, I mean, if that's the only indicator of what this gimmick will be, then right, I don't know. Give it. Let's let's see it first. Let's 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 enjoy. I, I have no worries. I think I'm telling you, the people that are complaining the most about his excursion are are. I think I, I think there are some people that have actually seen it, you know, have actually watched his, him him in CMLL and they might have some questions. But I think the lion share of people, it's people just just spitting the same worry and, and haven't even seen it. Um, so that's number one. Number two. Uh, look, I remember Young Lion and no one was no one was worried. No one was complaining. No one was. No one. No one had any panic in their heart. He'll be. He'll be f- more than fine. I have zero worry. Uh, I think he'll fit in like a glove. Uh, everyone will be excited. Uh, let's. I don't even know what the gimmick is, so let's. I can't answer that. Um, and trust me, it's not like again. I'll, I'm using evil as an example. We look back on evil and we're like, yeah, guy in a robe with a sickle,
2: woo!
1: <laughs> and 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 look at where we are. So um, I think we're going to be fine with Cuata.
2: Okay, next point. Then this is from PW Insider. There was a secret lines break collision show taped in LA mm. with nine to ten matches featuring Jeff Cobb, Rocky Romero, Clark Connors, TJP, Alex Coglin, and Carl Fredericks, and former MLW heavyweight champion Filthy Tom Lawler. So. What do you make of this, Damon? Do you think this is the start of a, maybe a longer thing with Tom Lawler, or do you think it might just be a one-off?
1: Well, um, I guess the biggest question would be, and again, we had discussed this uh, previous weeks of the possibility, or, or not maybe not even the possibility. We talked about, you know, well, why don't they do something like this? It would make perfect sense. Um, the only question is, is this taped the broadcast? Is this a show, uh, just a show they did just to do? Just to kind of get everybody's uh, gears moving again? Or is this a show that we're going to have access to, whether it be uh, New Japan World or other means? So um, that's question number one. Question number two is uh, yeah, Tom Lawler is an interesting thing. If, obviously, I, I think broadcast is really the key. If this is broadcast, then then we can start asking questions about okay, what's what's you know the likelihood of seeing him on future shows? What's the likelihood of him uh, signing a deal with New Japan? What's the deal with uh, you know just his his involvement in general? if this is if this does not make tape uh, or did not make tape, then I think all bets are off. It, it, it might be just a thing where he was in the area and hey, show up and roll around the mat with us.
2: And I guess we're still waiting to see if anything's going to emerge with the Bullet Club people who wear that. I think a lot of them are based in Florida. Have I got that right? Because that list of names that I've read you know, it didn't include uh, people like Kenta or Jay White or Gorillas of Destiny. So we're still waiting to see what they've got in store.
1: Yeah, which is weird because, um, I mean, you can travel in the United States. There's no limitations. Like if I wanted to go to Oklahoma for whatever reason... Um, I could, um, so that's you know it's not like they they are restricted within the United States for travel. Um, I don't know. That's a very good question, but yeah, there there, did, there was a lot of names that weren't uh, on that list, and again, there's just a, a plane ride away. Um, but we have not heard anything about this this being broadcast. Am I am I am I wrong, Joel? Am I missing the boat here?
2: No, I'm not that I can recall. Yeah.
1: So, again, a, a show for no fans that are that's not being taped? Why would they do that?
2: Yes. Yeah. Why, indeed? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might have been a rhetorical question, or if you look at a response from me. Well, okay, I'll tell you what. Moving to another person who is, I think, is in the States right now. Carl Anderson has been on the old Twitter.com tweeting, well, he tweeted G1, question mark, at NJPW World and NJPW 9072 and Chairman Sukubayashi. So what do you say to the prospect of machine gun Carl Anderson appearing? I mean, travel situations pending. What would you say to him being in the G1? I think he's a definite. I I, I I
1: I don't think there's any question. I don't think he needs to tweet question mark. I think he just needs to to stay in the public's eye. You know what I mean? Like, that's all that I think that is. I I think it's if, you know, when there is G1, when that announcement is made and when those brackets are announced, I think it's an it's a no brainer that he's that he's in. I can't imagine. I would be I would be shocked if Carl Anderson is not in G1. I'll go. I'll go so far as to say Um, I don't. I don't see how he can't be.
2: And the last bit of news I found from wonderful Andrew T. Rich, who has mm. a track listing for the New Japan Greatest Music 8 CD that should be coming out soon. They ha- It has Hiroshi Tanahashi 2020 Remix, Kota Ibushi 2020 Remix, Hiromi Takahashi 2020 Remix, John Moxley Show, Gorillas of Destiny, Jay White 2019 G1 VTR Remix, David Finley, Doki, Izuka Retirement Remix, Kenta's Face Theme, LA Dojo, 2019 NJPW Opening, and 2019 Super J Cup, but not the Kenta Heal theme, which is one (laughs) I really (laughs) wanted. Any on there, Damon, that you're (laughs) looking (laughs) forward (laughs) to listening to? I'm not a big, not a big theme
1: guy. Like, I like them, but it's not like I have a playlist. I can't sit and just have a a playlist of theme music on. Um, But I will say that uh, Hiromos is my favorites right now of, of any theme and any entrance. Um, hands down, like I enjoy hearing that more than any of them. I don't have seen that little chubby cat dancing, and I love the one shot where the cat is just like shocked and it looks away. I love that. I think that I think that that is beautiful. I will say this there was, um, when I was watching some of the shows. The one theme that I was just like, oh, it was so good to hear, and I don't even know why. And once again, I don't even know why he's he's a major discussion point this week. But Evil's theme, like I was just like, ah, I just I I don't know what it was. I just was happy to hear Evil's theme, uh, and it put me in a good place. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah, so that that, that those, but yeah, Heromus is is my favorite so far.
2: So let's discuss these shows. On Monday, June 15th, we had the Together Project special. Um, first of all, Damon, when the card was announced, some people were disappointed because they thought that there might be some kind of collaboration with other Japanese wrestlers or Japanese promotions. But I think it's important to remember that all of the TV shows, you know, the goofy little chat shows and the like that New Japan had put up over the last few months have been under the Together Project banner. So if you were paying attention, you, you would have known that it, that was not like a secret hint that it was going to be some kind of super show with Noah and all Japan and DDT. So, you know, it was a pretty basic, uh, like a road to show with a lot of multi-man tags and stuff. What were your thoughts when the card was announced? Were you at all disappointed by that? Or were you just oh. thinking it's no. new Japan? I'll take anything at this point. Yeah. I,
1: it wasn't like I will take anything at this point, but I would take anything at that point. Um, I, you know, I, we've said it. But I don't, do. People listen to our show. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, 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 we say things and they come
2: true. I
1: don't understand why this is. Um, they have a
2: roster. Of course, of course, David. If you were having a this, you know, groundbreaking uh, inter-promotional show with all the other fact uh, groups in Japan, obviously you want to keep that complete secret and not tell anyone <laughs> about it, right? Right, just so you can like,
1: have a, you know a bunch of people at six o'clock in the morning cheer because Kenta Miyahara showed up. Um, yeah, I mean, they have a roster full of people that have been sitting on their ass for three months.'re They're, they're going to use all their people as much as they can. Um, and whether that's you know young lions, mid Carters, they they're getting the work. And it would have been a nice thing and a nice gesture, I guess, if, you know, they had some show, just some gigantic show. But how are they going to run a gigantic show with the, the social distancing and, and the, the COVID precautionary measures that are already in place? They're not going to, You know, you save a show like that for a, an event where they can make money because the end goal of a show like that would be, okay, here's your cut, Noah, and here's your cut, All Japan, and here's your cut, Big Japan, and, you know, okay – that's that's what that that's what that would be for, um, not so that you know we can be you know pop out of our chairs seeing a special guest. Um, but I was thrilled, man. I'm not going to lie. I was I was thrilled. I, I I was so happy just to see you know just the graphics and the 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 ring and hear the theme musics and see. Uh, faces that you haven't seen in months, um, and know that you know we're we're getting back in gear here, and and you know for a lot of people this was a rough three months. I mean, just taking just taking our show out of it, you know, just taking the fact that we and trust me, I was just actually thinking about some of we we are really good. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. We we are really good at this. Some of these shows were fucking hilarious and f- and great. And if you missed out on some of these past shows, I'm not saying all of them were, were, were award winners by any stretch. But we had more home runs than we had misses. And and all the while trying to find fucking things to talk about. So I think we were pretty good at this fucking podcasting thing. Um, But even with that said... It's a struggle with a lot of people because a lot of people, this is the, this is their one thing. You know what I mean? Like this is the thing that they look forward to um, in a week where maybe they struggle or, or you know, they bust their ass all day at work. And they, I just can't wait for the weekend so I can just see my New Japan Pro Wrestling show just to, to take me away for a little bit. And they didn't have that release. Um, so for a lot of people, it was just, uh, you know, they can get back to that. Um was the card amazing? No. Of course it wasn't. Um it was, yeah, it was a middle of nowhere road to show. Um, but for anybody who's going to complain, or honestly, anyone who's going to grade this show as if it were as if none as as if the past three months didn't happen, I think are 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 completely missing the point. Completely missing the point. This is a show. Where we're we're you got wrestlers that need to get warmed up, you've got uh, uh, production that needs to get warmed up. You got how are we going to run these shows and do it effectively? And this was a practice show. This was spring training. This was uh, a friendly, if you will, um, just to get the wheels turning, as Journey would sing. Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. You know that song, Joe? It's a terrible song. I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but that's what this is, right? This is that's what this is. So everyone, first show, spring training. Nobody nobody complains about spring training, right? And if you do, you're a maniac. Spring training wrestling is what we had right here.
2: JDM asks, how would you rate New Japan's no-fans presentation compared to WWE, AEW, Know it, etc.? Would they benefit from either trainees or other factions ringside making noise? No. And Joel asks, New Japan have amazing near-falls most of the time. Do you think that without fans, this part of the style takes the edge off match quality? So I mean, let's talk a bit about the presentation and the no-fans element of it because, you know Dave, Japanese crowds are so quiet and respectful that I didn't even notice it was empty arena (laughs) I'm joking, of course, but uh, I thought the production was really good, I thought it was a nice choice of arena, it wasn't in your face with huge swathes of empty seats uh, I like the social distancing commentary thing with like Liger TV in the middle of the other two announcers and I thought they did a good job like making extra noise to cover for the lack of the crowd as did the tag partners everyone just seemed extra noisy and, and shouty so yeah I thought the venue looked terrific apparently it's the ex theatre in Ropponghi. Manabu tells me he's been there before so he recognised that he's been there for a few music gigs but I mean all that said whilst I think it looked really nice like personally, I still, I couldn't enjoy it. I say I enjoyed it about seventy percent. That I would enjoy a full show with fans because, in the matches, there were so many moments where I thought. Oh, if there was a crowd there, they would have made this noise. Or oh, oh, if there was a crowd there, they would have been going nuts by now. And I couldn't, maybe this is just a me thing, but I couldn't turn off that little voice in my head. So every time, like, there was a near fall, or someone kicked out at one, or, you know, people started laying into each other with slaps, I just, I had that little voice in my head saying, this would have been so much better with fans there. So I still hate the empty arena stuff, but um, hopefully, you, you know, it's the kind of thing we just have to hold hold your nose and put up with it until we get to Osaka Joe Hall. So uh, what did you think about the production and the no fans atmosphere? I'm going to be honest. I don't think the, the – and I, I'm not saying this just
1: to pat people on the back because I do a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, Joel. I The, the no fan, this was one of those shows or a group of shows and maybe a promotion in general where it didn't stick out to me as much. Maybe it was the uh, the intimate arena setting, right? And you were right; it wasn't a lot of uh, things to distract. It was dark. Um, the the ring just fo- you know the light just focused on the ring. Um, you couldn't really see too far out into the distance. Um, number one, number two. I think, and again, I don't speak a lick of Japanese. Uh, but I think they're just the feel and the energy that they brought to the table. That is not the easiest thing to do because keep in mind, they're feeding off of the crowd as well. As much as you think the pro wrestlers are feeding off a crowd, an announcer is doing the same thing and using that energy of the crowd to give their call a little bit more lift. I thought they did an amazing job uh, getting you hyped for near falls and big spots and stuff like that. So my hats will go off to the, the, the crew there. Excellent job. Um, I like the fact, and you might think this is the silliest thing on earth. I like the fact that they were right out front. And again, I, they may not have been the first because I think UFC did the same in between fights but they did not shy away from the fact that they were cleaning and disinfecting and we're going to take a break for that and we i i there is something about that to be said that they did not shy away they did not cower they acknowledged a real thing and didn't put you in some fucking try or try to put you in some fucking fantasy land where nobody wears masks and people are there cheering and it was again treated like reality as much as pro wrestling you can they treated
2: it like reality like human- right, I'm gonna, sorry to i'm gonna play devil's advocate here Go because ahead. i kind of felt that disinfecting thing was like hey look at us look how safe we are we're cleaning everything and i, I didn't really see the point of it like what why disinfect it between match three and match 4 like it just seemed completely arbitrary for me where you've you know what why not disinfect it between match 1 and match 2 like how is wh- what is what is the distinction between you know the third match and the fourth match that's suddenly going to make it safer so i just i don't know it feels kind of like a pointless exercise that was more for show than anything else but um you know i could be in the minority there i mean you know if if and and here's the thing i i have not had anything confirmed as
1: of yet but and 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 maybe you can help me with this, Joel. Are they tested before each show?
2: Because if they are... I don't know. Yeah,
1: because if they are, I mean, you know, we already know that they're good to go in the ring, you know, when they perform and when they wrestle. Um, And it might just be a thing of, okay, we know the guys that are coming to the ring are tested. We know they're good. They're going to do their thing. And then, yeah, maybe as a slight, you know, hey, we're cleaning and but but that's a good thing. I mean, I think it's, so, so, some of this is that, you know, even in the world, period, you know, just to, to put people's minds at ease. Look, there's a large amount of people that are are that are really still freaked out over the idea of people going out and and having this and catching it and spreading it as well they should. I mean, we got fucking states down in you know that opened early, and pfft, we're there, they there. The shit's hitting the fan there: Arizona, Texas, Florida. Hmm. Uh. So you know, no, nobody's out of the woods here yet. Um. I don't know. I like the idea of it being treated real. Look, at least they had to fucking wear masks, right? And nobody's telling them to, not to show up with masks. Yes that was a direct dig at a certain w w a um but that being said um i I, I like the, the 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 way that it was laid out here's another thing Joel these are these shows are sweet and tight and uh just moist <laughs> I know I, so. I didn't I didn't really yeah no that's not where I'm going with this Joel. I when I said sweet I was like I meant really good and then when I I said the second one I knew we were kind of like whoa I'm, I'm treading on thin ice here um no Joel it's not what I'm talking about I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the fact that they were um in e- like two hours you were in and out every one of these shows started on the dot at 6 a.m my time anyway Um, and I was done like, like a little bit after eight. That's fantastic. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, you never felt like they overstayed their, their welcome. Uh, they, you were, you were, you were in, they kept moving again. I'm not saying every match was, was, was a barn burner, but there was enough there on these shows where you, you, you turned it off and you're like, all right, that was fucking good. Uh, and two hours.
2: Perfect fantastic I, I'm 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 loving these shows how about commentary bash says are you watching with Japanese or English commentary and how do you feel about Kevin Kelly doing the Joey Stars and going it alone on English comms so I mean I like to watch things live so I'm with the Japanese commentary for now but when the English stuff gets uploaded um I might rewatch it yeah yeah
1: I watched all Japanese because I needed to be in the moment um I, I needed to be live, and again, for, as I explained, for me, it was just eyes open, remote, click on, and away we go. Um, I, look, I feel bad in, in the sense of, you know, Kevin and the you know well, it, it is just Kevin at this point in a booth in his, in his, in his home studio, uh, doing commentary, you know over you know, not live. It's a hard thing to do. You know, it's not it, – let's put it this way. If, if if anybody could do it, he could do it, but it's less than ideal circumstances, and they weren't going to be able to to get him over there. Um, You know, it's just not going to happen. Um, So it's probably the, for the best. And I don't – I mean, look, I can't say I'm not going to go back and watch the English commentary. I, I, I can't say that. But I don't think there's any rush, like, I, like I've seen these shows, so um, hopefully, maybe, we'll, I mean we'll say it can be a good position to be in though.
2: Okay, well let's dig into the matches themselves, I mean for this show I don't know if there's much value in, you know, breaking down match by match and, you know, deep dives onto what are essentially multi-man tag matches, but... Uh, yeah, maybe it was just the fact that it was the comeback match, but I really enjoyed the opener with uh, Yota Yotasuji and Gabriel Kids. I thought Kid's selling was really good, good intensity. I, I like the both guys went out there knowing that they're in a big spot there. You know, the first match back after the the shutout, and I thought they delivered well. And second match, I liked I, just the, this whole how do they say it in Japanese Musabetsu? The the open way element to this New Japan Cup means we get a lot of really fun stuff we've never seen before. Like in the second match, we had Ishii. At times, single-handedly trying to take on Kanemura and Desperado, and I, I like that. It was really good, really good leg selling from Ishii, and brilliant teamwork from Kanemura and Desperado. And I like the fact that the experienced junior tag team beats the team with the established heavyweight because uh, they, they respect. I mean, maybe not as much as they should, but there is a, a degree of respect for tag team wrestling there. Uh, what else I thought was interesting: the having a four-man Bullet Club team of all Japanese wrestlers was interesting, mm-hmm. given the accusations that are sometimes levelled at that faction. Uh, and yeah, just lots of shouting, disguising the empty arena aspect. Uh, I thought it was notable that Taguchi got a pin over Bushi in the fourth match. So maybe we might get a, uh, a six-man, never six-man challenge from Toguchi somewhere down the line for those never six man belts I uh, just the fact that everyone was looking refreshed everyone's looking healthy I thought uh, Kojima looked great I mean even Tenzan looked like he had a bit of a spring in his step as much as Tenzan can do um, very astute observation from listener Andy who says uh, does Naito's new move to set up Destino only exist to be reversed into Skull End or Okada's Tombstone I think could be definitely onto something with the Skull End aspect there I could easily see that happening And always fun to see Zack Sabre Jr. back. You know, do you miss me, darling? Talking to Ibushi and all that. Uh, Taichi Tanahashi pointing at each other's bellies. I think they're (laughs) definitely running with that tag feud. Um, I would expect all four of those guys to be eliminated from the New Japan Cup. Um, I don't think any of them are making it through to the semi-final. And Roppongi 3K looking nice and fresh with their new gear. So those were my key takeaways from the first show back uh what were your thoughts anything really stand out to you uh you know, for me i
1: mean there's nothing that that i would say you absolutely have to go back and watch let's let's be very honest N- there's nothing there where you 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 have to tune in if you missed but i would say that you have to tune in if you did miss um just just to f- kind of feel that vibe of uh of being back i I think it's a good thing um from a from a show perspective yeah it's not going to it's not going to stick with anyone i don't think anyone's going to be talking about this at year end right on anything on this show uh and it was it you know for me the things that if three months from now four months from now eight months from now you say okay damon What's the uh, what's the thing you remember from that comeback show? It's gonna be three things. It's gonna be Tanahashi's speech, right? Uh, and, the, and the guy's I've been
2: crying backstage as well. <laughs> right, right.
1: He loves to squeeze out
2: those tears, doesn't
1: he? He sure does. Uh, he's a very emotional guy, Joel. Um, one, two will be uh, the 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 comparing of bellies, comparing of beer bellies between Tanahashi and Tai Chi. Uh, which again it was i don 't even i don 't even know how you would describe it in the sense of in the middle of a heated brawl, they took time to take personal jabs at each other <laughs> just little 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 doughboy pokes to the belly and and lifting of uh skin <laughs> to show did, did you
2: see the little animations on Twitter of that? I have not. No, no. Were oh, I'm they gonna good? send him to
1: you now. Yeah, All you, you right. keep going.
2: I'll find them for you.
1: Okay. Uh so that again, that little exchange was was uh worth the price of admission, even though there was no admission nor a price. Um I think seeing um Ishii back and him warming up his, his engine, getting ready for a new Japan cup which i don't know why anybody would doubt his his ability to to put on great matches uh at at the drop of a hat um but those are the things that I, that, that I'll remember i'm not going to remember you know match quality or or. I, I truth be told i don't i'm not even going to remember who beat who in in, in a long, in, in, in the long run yes Taguchi got that win and yes that could set up the the six man um but for me, it was more about just seeing. It, again, it was it was like the first day of school, right? It was like the it was the first day of school after summer break, and seeing all the people that uh, your friends. And uh, again, you're not getting a lot of work done that first day, but it's you know you might have a, a little assignment, you might have a little of this, you know. You just kind of you're just trying to figure out where the fuck your locker is.
2: That's what it felt like for this
1: um, first day of school.
2: Cannot believe the disrespect you're showing for the storylines involved in the never openweight six-man <laughs> team championships tape. I, mean, I, right. right. I couldn't yeah, even you, remember you who these, had it. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got these animations, then. so this sure is do. Twitter user Megu underscore Cha. Yeah, there it is.
1: It's uh, a, w- a wonderful image of Tanahashi's face just staring. At, uh, uh, again, this is an illustration, a cartoon, if you will. Uh, and Tai Chi is uh, has both hands doing like a little little thumb squeeze on Tanahashi's belly, and it's great. Oh, there's another. Is there a second? Oh, the same. Oh, do you love that? There's a cover of them. One? And the funny okay. thing
2: is, if you open this in like a internet browser, which I just did, and not the Twitter app, then it's <laughs> it's blocked out. It says the following media includes potentially sensitive content, and you have oh, to click sure. view to <laughs> show this little cartoon <laughs> GIF of them pinching <laughs> each other's bellies. I love that.
1: Twitter Twitter letting hate speech go on, but hey, you know, we got we got a cartoon of somebody squeezing a belly. We gotta block that. Oh jeez. Ah, it's cute. I tell you, people are so creative. Don't you feel like you have no talent? I've s i have always <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just went on a rant about how great we do these shows and how like I see shit like this and how they're just they're just able to churn it out. You know, just like that would take me two years to create, to even figure out how to create. And it's just like, bloop, it's instantly there, a fucking cartoon of that. Like, don't you feel like you haven't, like, if I look at, like, Reddit and shit, and I'm like, yeah, I just did this project while I was on, uh," and it's like they built a fucking mansion, you know, or I don't know, they painted the Mona Lisa, or they, they, you know, I just picked up a guitar, now I can play Eddie Van Halen guitar solos. It it only took me a day or two, fuckers. Fuck faces.
2: I sat here and did nothing. I got fat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, i said it before i this, this is a time a time of year a time in the world where y- you have to be kind to yourself and don't judge yourself too harshly by other bastards who are out there rubbing your nose in all the amazing work they're doing
1: you no know, you no know what's judging me right now joel my fucking closet with my t-shirts oh boy i'm
2: down to about five of them that fit comfortably <laughs> time, to, time to come back on the carbs okay Uh, okay, so let's get on to Tuesday's show which was uh, June the 16th and we started off the New Japan Cup first round with Togi Makabe defeating Yota Suji in 8 minutes 41 with a German suplex I thought this was a great start I don't know maybe it was the fact that it was the first competitive match back in this tournament but I thought Togi Makabe did really well here he took a lot of bumps for Suji way more than I thought he would Uh, Suji I love him. He screams a lot. His, his saliva's flying everywhere. Uh, I'm just um, like imagining in the future a, a tag team with Suji and uh, Oka, with them long hair, big beards, looking like a you know pair of barbarians screaming. I thought it would be awesome. And just the the ending. Well, actually, first of all, there was an amazing pinning combination from the the lariat reversal with Suji busting out some amazing. Uh, wrestling chops there and then just the bit at the end where Tsuji slaps Makabe in the face and Makabe's like you little fucking lariats the hell out of him and then leading up to the German suplex with a finish and I just love that Makabe one with the German suplex because you know it's not even one of his secondary moves it's just like a, a kind of not I wouldn't say a basic move but just a, a standard wrestling move to put this guy away and it's a beautiful move the, the bridging German suplex so love to see that and I just you the more I think about it, I mean, name me a better Togi Macabe singles match than that in recent memory. What was right, the last great? To- well, I say great. What was the? Yeah, give me a better Togi Macabe singles match than this. What was the last? I mean, it would one have to remember? be
1: some never title match, and you, you'd had to go back a, a, at least a couple of years, right? For that, um, yeah. I mean, that's look. Th- there was a reason why Macabe and Suji were out there first, right? Um, I mean machabe uh, physically you're you're always like a little okay can he can he can he carry the load but mentally and and uh you know pro wrestling chops, I don't think there's anybody on that roster. I would trust more um and to be able to work with the young lion who who again can take the bumps and and do what but this was more competitive than I thought it would be um yeah, the fact that 3 months passed and people were able to heal and 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 get their bodies in some type of shape, these are the people that it's going to help, right? These I mean, 3 months off probably added 3 years to people's careers. Um uh, I thought this for a first match back in the ring, empty arena, mind you, was pretty damn good. To to kick off, I know people were dying to see the upset, but that's the whole point. Like you're dying, I was dying to see the upset, and and guess what? Every one of those young lion matches in that in that left side bracket, every one of them did it to you, didn't it? Every one of them gave you that moment of Oh motherfucker, he had it,
2: right? Right, it did. To different in degrees, empty arena. which I, I you know we'll go into later, but I I think there was a clear Ranking in as much those three young lines and how much offense they got, and I would have Tsuji in the middle of that. But yeah, definitely, you could tell by the amount of bumps that Makabe took that he respects the the hustle and the, the talent and the potential of a guy like Yota Tsuji. He was talking about in the backstage comments that he liked the fact that he gave him a slap at the end and, and didn't hold back. Yep. And again, you know,
1: Makabe's laying out this match, and it's and it's you you know one give him credit. Because he could have easily gone in there and and made it less competitive, and just got in there and got out of there. And but he knew this was the first match. You know, I, I'm talking like I'm I'm in I'm in his mind, but you could see by the end result. You know, he knew this was the first match. He knew people were excited to see this. He knew, um, and he knew he had a guy that was you know he's willing to do just about anything to 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 you know continue his career and get you know a little bit more flame under his butt. I, I loved it. I thought I and Makabe has to get fucking full full marks for this, you know he he doesn't have to do that, <laughs> you know he did, And there are plenty of pro wrestlers that would that might have treated that situation a little bit differently, and Makabe didn't. Um, and he did the right thing, and he gave you little spurts, not even little spurts, medium sized spurts where you thought, holy fuck, they're gonna they're 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 going crazy. New Japan has lost their fucking skull, and they're gonna. They're just gonna, they're gonna go crazy, right? And and we're gonna open up this tournament with a young lion win, and of course they didn't, right? <laughs> of course you were brought back to earth, but it was a fun ride, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> it was a fun ride. Yeah, definitely agree. This exceeded my expectations. Really good little opening match. Did a lot for Suji. You, know, you know, Makabe's not bumping for any old chump, and and I just really think Suji has. Something about him, he was looking really thick. Uh, I, I, like his, I like his build, I like his hair. I've said before that there are strong Takayama vibes from him. And Well, another thing that I think is worth mentioning about this match, uh, Tyrone says, have I not been paying attention or did New Japan finally get all their music right sorted? I feel like Monday show was the first time I actually heard Macabe's entrance theme. So yeah, it looks like they might have finally sorted that one out, Damon. And of course, uh, that's the old theme for the New Japan Purocast. It is. When I
1: first heard it, I was like, "I, I thought my phone was." Uh, I thought it, I, I popped on an old show. Um, yeah, it was good to good to hear. Right? I, you only hear it when you're in Japan. That's the only time I ever hear it when Makabe comes out, and then everybody's like, uh. Um So yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they did get the rights to do it, or maybe
2: they just f- forgot <laughs> completely. Fucking forgot. Um, well, it was pointed yeah. out to us that uh, during one of those together project shows on the uh, New Japan Worlds that the panel show he was with Ibushi and Taguchi and they played the dub theme and Makame said it was the first time he'd ever heard it so maybe he didn't even know it was dubbed over ah is that right okay well yeah maybe maybe he
1: went and you know maybe he has a little bit of stroke and he's able to uh, get that moving in the right direction I mean I mean just little things like that that people pick up on that you know that people appreciate so if, he, if he's able to as if, he, if he's able to do that listen i th- i just think it's funny that the guy didn't even know his theme was dubbed you know what i mean like that had to come to as a little bit you mean to tell me for three fucking years my song has, you know <laughs> so uh yeah maybe he he uh maybe he uh, turned over a table or two in uh harold's office and and, and, and uh, things got moving quickly
2: Right, next match then was Toriano defeating Jaddo in nine minutes seven seconds with a schoolboy. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Bill says, "Is there anything greater than Yano using a spray bottle of sanitizer?" Okay, fine. Maybe it's water instead of spitty water from his mouth. Uh, okay, I liked parts this at the start. I thought they played off the empty arena really well with the dueling chance with no fans there, and Jaddo selling the corner the corner turnbuckle pad shot made me laugh. But that said, when your match, like when the bulk of the working match comes from a usual running, then you're in trouble. And this match overstayed its welcome here. I don't need Toru Yano being the baby facing pro to fucking jado behave. I mean, this match had a shelf life, like we said last week, of about three minutes, and <laughs> Yano having a lower back match like he's frigging Matt Jackson. <laughs> That ain't it, Chief, as the kids would say. And when Jaddo started trying to do wrestling moves, then it just fell apart completely. I mean, I can just imagine the conversation when Jaddo realised he was going to have to wrestle a singles match. Like, there was, you want me to do what? And they're just, just thinking, poor that like, They couldn't find a spot for him in this tournament. Right. For an actual active professional wrestler who, you know, did a pretty decent job in Best of the Super Juniors last year, but you had to get this guy... It looked like someone's uncle had won a competition to get in the New Japan Cup. And it, I'll say nine minutes. It felt like it went about 35. And Michael CC in our Discord said it best. Jado made Honma look like Dragon Lee. Uh, Damon, <laughs> this match made me want New Japan to go back on hiatus.
1: Oh. look, if, if there was ever a time that we wanted that, you know, one and a half, two minute ball shot, roll up, Yano win, this certainly was it. And as each thirty-second chunk <laughs> went on, you were just begging for a finish. Yeah, please look. He's fifth. It, it is amazing that Giotto, fifty, some, you know, maybe a, a, a notch over fifty, is even in a ring doing anything. And let's be honest, he really didn't do much of anything. But he's in there. Nonetheless, um, and compare that to Nagata <laughs> and compare that to 50 year old Suzuki or even in the past, you know, 50 plus year old Liger or, you know, there is there is something to be said about the people who may have taken care of themselves a little bit more than others. Um, this match was not good in uh, any way you want to try and slice it. I don't care if you're looking from from a comedy perspective. I don't care if you're looking from a pure wrestling perspective. Um, and and if we all can agree, we were just trying to get from point A to point B and get that bracket filled out. Uh, there there was there was no need to have like you know add a little bit more time to um, an undercard match. Add a little bit more time to Makabe Suji. Add a it was little bit be more, some more time.
2: disinfecting time. <laughs> Right, right. Use so you that. You can bring t- another one sofa. <laughs>
1: right, right. Get, get. You know, there are better ways to use that time than to extend Yano and Jano. Uh, I think easily, I think easily there will not be a, a worse match than this for New Japan Pro Wrestling in the calendar year of 2020. I defy you. To find me, or per, like, like there could, there will not be a worse match than this, Joel. Right? This, this is this, this is the bottom of the barrel when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling.
2: Yeah, I agree. So the next tournament match. I mean, I don't really have that much to say about the tag match that was in the middle of the show. So if it's okay with you, we'll jump straight on to yeah. Hiroshi Takahashi defeating Tomoki Honma in eighteen minutes forty five seconds with the time bomb. Uh, this was a bit boring in the first half because I didn't buy Honma as the dominant force despite the supposed weight difference but then in the second half it got really good and really scary and there were some great moments here there was an awesome lariat exchange and the Honma German suplex on Hiromu scared the crap out of me because Hiromu looked like he landed right on his head and then we had a a Death Valley driver on the apron I mean (laughs) these two men with broken necks in an empty arena I was like what are you doing lads? Uh, uh, but I, you know, having said all that, I thought it was really cool, the second half of it. I like the way that they used the Kokeshi as like the dramatic crux of the match. That was really smart. I almost bought the near fall when he landed a couple of those Kokeshis back to back. And just little touches like Hiromu wasn't able to lift Honma and go for a cradle instead uh, late on into the match. And Honma doing the fighting spirit kick out one. I mean, if you'd said to Tom Wacky Honma at the end of February, right. You've got you've got three months off. When you come back, I need you to have the best singles match that you can against Hiromu. And, I mean, man, like, when you get that tap on the shoulder, this company, like, even busted up, barely mobile Honma with his ruined neck. I mean, it's not a classic or anything, but you can't help but get caught up in the moment. He even moved by this poor man just busting his ass to deliver the best match that he can in an empty fucking building because he's a professional wrestler who takes pride in his job, he wants to look himself in the mirror and say that he gave it his absolute best to entertain all of us fans watching at home. Damon, I, I take my hat off to Tom Wacky Homba for the, the sheer guts and effort, and not to mention a match that I thought was pretty good. I've got Homba, he's two for two in great New Japan Cup matches. He should retire now. That, that's it. He's peaked.
1: That's well said, man. That is, that is well said. and I agree. Um, pride. You know, respect. Uh, wanting to to not go out there and shit the bed, and and he knows who he's in the ring with, right? And he knows that there's going to be a lot of shit that he normally wouldn't do on a what was a a Monday night in Tokyo. Uh, A lot of things that might be expected having a first-round New Japan Cup match against a guy who uh, is pretty notorious for being, uh, pushes the envelope, we'll say. And he's trying to keep up, and he's trying to do his part, and he's trying not to be the the wet bag of cement uh, and drag it down. Yeah, absolutely. Hats off to Honma, because... Here's a guy, we all know he's not in the best of physical condition. We know this. We know he's been, you know, he took a lot of time off for a very serious injury. And he's out there doing crazy Death Valley driver spots and Kokeshi's from, you know, middle and top rope and, you know, trying to do his best to keep up. Um, And I thought he did an outstanding job considering all that he has put himself through in his career. Um, And and I think a lot of the talking points when people do discuss this match is about Honma and how he was able to, to, to put that together. Let's not discount Hiromu either. Hiromu might be the one guy who has had the weirdest pro wrestling career Of anybody I can think of in that roster. I mean, you think about him coming back from excursion. And maybe being the one guy that everybody liked. But nobody expected him to just be like this. To make this huge splash. With a lot of fans. And a lot of new fans. And him being able to get red hot. And be, you know a cornerstone of the juniors and, and the promotion as a whole, let's be honest. And then to get injured and to be on the shelf for a year over a year, right? When, you know, things were really churning for him. He comes back place. Loves him longing for him. We've been, we were longing for him, pining a super J Cass word for months for his return. Comes back red hot, great return wins the title at the dome great great stuff in liger's retirement match and then f- virus <laughs> and then we're going to pause for it like you know he's he's got a match with with Naito at the anniversary show that has to be put on ice this guy's had the fucking weirdest luck when it comes to his career it is unbelievable um beats a heavyweight which again, let's not hand wave that either. Let's not hand wave that. That's that's an important thing. And and if if we are to uh, to believe that he is on his way to at least the semifinals. And we talked about it last week with Ishii's win. You know we're gonna see Takahashi Ishii, right? You know that's what we got on, on tabs, right?
2: I think you're discounting the long and storied history between Toriano and Hiromu. Let, let's not forget Toriano cut Hiromu's hair off when he was a young lion. And Hiromu hasn't forgotten that. So maybe, you know, there's the mind games there. You never know what's gonna happen against Toriano, David. It's a good point. It's a good point. I uh, let's put it this
1: way. Are you gonna be you're gonna be a little disappointed seeing Toriano move on in the new Japan Cup?
2: Uh, yeah, I think we're we'll all expecting, well, we're all hoping for a Hiromu versus Ishii quarterfinal. How fucking great would that be? That would be amazing. I mean, I can, you know, you see what kind of match that Ishii had with a fellow junior in El Desperado. And I love Despy. I'm going to wax lyrical about him in a couple of minutes. But with a, a once-in-a-lifetime talent like Hiromu looking at something very special
1: that that will be unbelievable that july 2nd is when that would occur right july 2nd is when that would occur if again if if the if the if the tea leaves are are are, are true that will be
2: a fucking <laughs> watch what <laughs> us get toki makabe versus toriano in the <laughs>
0: quarterfinals
2: the most I violent know. players explode but I you know what in a strange way I kinda I
1: kinda hope that is the case because that would just be excellent podcast. Ah, imagine imagine that show. Huh? That, you're, talking about, you're talking about
0: award-winning podcasts. If, if we get that. Oh. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates. Off again, that's arena club.com/slash VOW net, arena club.com/slash VOW net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network.
1: Oh, the fucking fury that we'll, be, we'll, we'll officially be back at that point. That's for fucking.
2: All right, let's move on to our next match then. Uh, Dan asks us on a scale of being stuck in a high uh, a Thai hotel room for four months to having a danger wank in the bathroom. How <laughs> excited were you guys watching Ishii versus Despi? Okay, so Tomohiro Ishii defeats El Desperado in 20 minutes, 70 seconds with a vertical drop. Brain buster. I mean, right from Jump Street, like even the rope break was great with El Desperado mocking Ishii for his height. And like one thing I love about this company is that you can be a heel without being a cowardly cheater who always looks stupid like you could be a heel just by being a knob so it was really cool to see a junior like Despi rattle the cage of someone like Ishii just because he's a wanker and also a little bit mental and you had the continuity from the night before when he and Kanemaru were going after Ishii's left knee and that was a, a really smart way to make Ishii look like a, a believable face in peril because you know, this is an experienced shitbag tag team that busted up his knee 24 hours ago. But then you've got Ishii showing El Desperado you know, who the bigger boy is by just fucking yeeting him across the ring with that pounce later on in the match. And just as it went on, Desperado was conveying this aura of a guy who, who'd who figured that he'd bit enough more than he could chew. But he was going to fucking bring it to Ishii anyway because he's he's got this weird masochistic streak to him like inviting Ishii to kick him in the head just because you know why not I've gone this far just fuck me up mate I mean this is a man who has death matches with Jun Kasai on his day off for fun and automatic half a star added for the knee work paying off with Ishii friggin Drop in Despi halfway through the power bomb. I don't even know if that was a botch or if that was intentional, but it it was amazing. I really like that, and they worked really hard to make some believable near falls. Like I was almost biting at the end with the guitar deal and Hell, and I like that Desperado was protected in as much as he didn't land his finishing move. He didn't land the Pinche Loco, so. It wasn't like he landed his big finishing move and Ishii kicked out. He just didn't get it in the end, and you know left you thinking, oh, "If he had get, got it, maybe he would have beaten Ishii." And right. at the end, he just he bumped for that lariat like an absolute ragdoll. and no fucking about here. Our, our boys are their working boots on. This is this is a new Japan Cup. Serious shit. It's back, Damon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is, this is one of the first. Like you
1: got little tastes throughout the throughout this show of okay this this is the this is one of those moments and one of those messages where you're just like that's what I missed <laughs> right? that this is this is this is the exact thing that I that uh, I've been waiting for. Uh, can we talk about Big Tom for a second? I, I know Despy did an outstanding job, and I think you did a great job. Co- you know. Covering his outstanding effort. Fucking big Tom. Big Tom Ishi. What a fucking legend this this guy is. Empty arena. Once again, empty arena. Big spotlight. A match that people circled, looking forward to. He didn't miss a beat. That motherfucker didn't miss a beat. He said, okay. We Ishii, we we need a we need a big match from you. I I don't even think probably he said a word in the back. Probably just did a little nod, a little head nod. He you know what to do. Laced up his boots, went out there in front of no one, and had a fucking great match. And 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 here's the thing too. I talked about it in the beginning. Those announcers, they helped. They helped big time. Uh, the passion and the, and the fire that they had in their voices. Had had people like you couldn't help but not watch like you weren't you weren't looking at your phone, right? They 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 kept you glued to that fucking TV. Uh,
2: at no point were you looking at your phone. Mm, and also, if I may jump in, a lot of people accuse Ishi of being very one note and having the same kind of match over and over again, where he is. You know, he's the underdog, but he's just going to you know keep firing back in the face of uh, all the odds. And he's going to do the fight spirit spots and kick out at one, but ultimately he's going to lose. But here, different dynamic because he's against the junior, but then he's also got the knee injury. So just sort of trying to balance those two caveats in the match, I thought he did it really well. And it was like a, a different side of Ishii. I loved it. I thought, you know, Again,
1: looking at the brackets as we love to do. I mean, he's going to have he's going to have a beefy battle with Makabe. right? We we're not expecting any real nuance there. But man, if if we could find a way to make this takahashi ishii match happen. I think I, I I I truly believe a match like this is going to and I've said it, I've said it you know i've i've whispered it a few times that it felt like he was a i don't want to say a one trick pony, but you know one of those guys that you know you get you know what you're getting from an Ishii match um he it, this 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 will be different i and I love the fact that he's in a bracket like this like he does have the opportunity to have two juniors to have a little bit more again nuance to his performances. Yeah. We've been
2: clamoring for this for years, haven't we, David? We've wanted open yeah. weight matches. This is something that Kushida wanted, and he ended up leaving the company. We wanted to see what, you know, Ishii versus Desperado, Ishii versus Horomu might look like. So, you know, it's just a shame that it, all it took was a fucking global pandemic to get us to that point, but it's here, so let's enjoy it.
1: Yeah, 100% agree. I'm I'm sorry, I'm eating a a chewable, vitamin.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, well, let's go on to the next day then, which was uh, June 17th, and our opening match was Taiji Ishimori defeating Gabriel Kidd in 8 minutes 53 with the yes lock. Um, You know, it was pretty basic. Nice scrapple at the start. A little bit sloppy with the Boston Crab reversal. It it was fine. It was what I expected it to be. They, you know, it wasn't like they were going out of their way to try and make Gabriel Kidd look like he was going to pull off a big upset there because he's very new to New Japan, he's new to the dojo, so you know what you're trying to achieve, presenting a guy like him against an experienced wrestler and a guy like Uemura against an experienced wrestler are two different propositions as we're going to see with the next match, but yeah, this was fine, this is what I expected it to be
1: Yeah, I I, if, if I had any disappointment Joel, it was this match and it wasn't from the lack of effort from these two, because I had circled it as being one of those matches that I thought was was going to really out deliver. Sorry, the the trash truck is now going outside my house. Uh, it is six in the morning here, guys. Um, it, so maybe it was they didn't give him enough time. And, you know, and and you're right, Gabriel Kid is a a new face, a newer face when it comes to the dojo. So yeah, he's going to have less experience. Yes, he might not be able to get as much offense in as we would see maybe again that we saw like uh, in the Machabei Suji match. That being said, at least on paper, anyway, at least on paper, it felt like this match kind of fell short for me. Um, and I know, I, and I know both these guys have more in the tank. Uh, and I'm sure it was intentional, and I'm sure I, – I get all that. I, j- I just think, okay, I see these two guys on paper, and I just thought we would get a little little bit more, a little bit more.
2: And the next match after that was Yoshinobu Kanemaru defeating Yuya Uemura in Ooh. 9 minutes 32 seconds with a deep impact. I like that there was a bit of continuity from the night before where Kanemaru hit Uemura in the head with a whiskey bottle. So then in this match, right from the belt, Uemura comes firing on all cylinders and jumping straight down Kanemaru's throat. I thought that was great. And I thought Uemura got a lot more than Gabriel Kidd and Yotosuji did. There was some really nice near falls. There was that rolling pin sequence there. And Kanemaru had to use his proper finisher. He had to use the deep impact to put away Uemura. So, I want to talk about you, Oemra, in more depth, but please give me your thoughts on this match, Damon. Loved it,
1: loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, yeah, this this was one of those matches where you felt like we could have an upset, and you and and it wouldn't be that strange. Yes, we're looking at Kanemaru, who um, you know had his great run in Noah, and yes, we're looking at a guy who. Um, has had the junior straps for you know more than a few times this still felt like this could be the one right if, even like like you could say the suji makabe match but you knew Maka, Makabe's just at a level that th- the likelihood of that happening was like but this one
0: this was one where you're like
1: well, you know let's be honest canmar is not what you would call <laughs> this you know this elite Level guy, where uh, taking a, taking a strange, wacky pinfall just to just to make the brackets interesting. This, this was the one. So yeah, they had that eye was biting on, on on a lot of these near falls, which was fun. That's what's all about. Again, the best pro wrestling is when you don't know who's going to win. Of course, there's the element of young lion. They're not going to get the win. Why are you getting yourself all fucking excited, Damon?
0: It's
1: not going to happen. But then there was. The other side of we just sat through three months of craziness. We just we, we didn't, you know. We were, we're ba- why not? Like what I said last week. Why not? If you're going to do shit like this, do it now. And I really thought that we were going to get it. uh I-rama, I can't pronounce his name. You, how do you pronounce it? U- it U- 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 Uemura. 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 Oh. All right. I know. I will. I will kill it and butcher it. Now and forevermore. But,
2: is he your favourite? tell you, Damon. There was, even the night before, well, for the comeback show, seeing him come out from behind the curtain. Our Discord got extremely horny for young Hugh here. Lawrence asked us on Twitter theories on how you got so beefy. I mean, he has been down the gym quite a lot during this mm. shutdown. You can tell. he's He's just, he's looking very... Ace ish. He's got his new haircut, he's got his little fuzzy beard. I, I do think they've got a very, very special talent there. I can see a future with him and Shota Umino headline in the Tokyo Dome. He could, he could have the next Golden Lovers tag team as well. Him and Carl Fredericks put them together. Team Spicy Beef, Team Yakiniku. <laughs> I can just. He, he's a very, very talented wrestler. He's got bags of charisma. He's incredibly good looking. He's got the body for it. I could just see him being the face of the company. Honestly, Damon, I can see him on those posters, right. and I'm really, really excited to see what the future holds for Yuji Oemura. I I promise
1: you, I did not recognize him when he first came out in that tag match. I was like, who? Who's that? like? When we talked and opened the show about, oh, maybe we'll have some surprises. You know. Wrestlers from other promotions come in, and I looked and I'm like, What? what? Who's that? Because that did not look like a young fucking lion to me. And then you had this match, I'm telling you, man, he looks like just like you said, like just package alone, like not dick. You know, got, he has got a lovely package. <laughs> just you know, just to, to be clear here, uh, he he has something. There is something there. He has as the as the uh, wrestling pundits are like an it factor. It stuck out like a sore thumb. Like like you, this company has to do something with this guy. Find something. Uh, and and legit. From this show, he comes, he shoots, he skyrockets to the top of my favorite young Lions. Suzy's right there, too. Don't get me wrong. But man, he skyrocketed to my favorite young Lion right now. I can't, here's, and here's another thing. I'm dying to see more singles matches now. I'm salivating at the idea of more single matches because I, 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 I can't wait. Like he, I'll tell you right. I, 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 I'll tell you what it is. He gave me the same feelings when Quato was kind of hitting things on all cylinders, and it was right before excursion. I think people need to remember back to that because because that's a real thing, and that's what we're getting here. So hang on tight. That's the one thing about New Japan, man. They don't have they don't have much problems finding real studs, real studs. And developing them and getting them to where they need to be in due time. We're, we're, we're in good shape here when it comes to the future.
2: Yeah, I was going to say because they, it does seem to be a lack of high-level Japanese younger talent. I mean, because you've you, you got Okada, who's 31. Who's the next guy? Who's the guy behind him who you think is he's going to be handing the torch over? You know, Sanada is the same age and I don't even know if Sanada is going to get to anywhere close to that level I don't even know if Sanada is going to be a future IWGP heavyweight champion it looked like um, oh man I've forgotten the, the fella's name the one who was tagging with Umino and he's, he's now in the all Japan fuck what's his name I'm going to kick myself you know the guy I mean tall good looking um no he, he was with the uh, Takamichi Nooku Company, ah, oh, that's going to drive me <laughs> mental, David. I'm, no, I'm going to have to go go back and look at. He was in the World Tag League, uh, World Tag League 2018. He was tagging okay. with Shota Umino. Okay, and he was a guy that I thought was, good, you know, could, did have next future ace potential. Ayato Yoshida. That was it. Ring a bell? You remember him? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but you. I mean, you really had high hopes, for that high hope. I for did, him? I did. Yeah, I thought he ticked all the boxes as well. And, you know, maybe he will go on to do that. But my point was that it was difficult to look at who was going to be the next guy after Okada, who was going to be the next Okada. And now I think with Uemura and with Shota Umano out on excursion as well, those are the two guys that you're putting your hopes on. And I've seen some people talk about Uemura as the next Tiger Mask, he can be Tiger Mask Five, no. just because the, the you know the comparisons with Sayama. But you know Uemura is so good looking, you don't want to put that face behind a mask. Absolutely not. So I think Uemura's got bigger and, and better things in his future than being under a mask. Personally, absolutely,
1: absolutely. All right, listen. A lot of the young lion talk here. <laughs> Figure on the pulse of uh, <laughs>
2: young lionness.
1: Oh, we're gonna let's shape. stick
2: with that uh damien okay. we've got questions about the young line so mark says with that awesome kid versus suji opener and yuya looking like a greek god overall with both dojos is this one of the best young line classes ever and anda said would you like to see the young lines regularly featured in new japan's tournaments and aiko rule says who's the more impressive return suji or uemra
1: uemra i was really impressed with like like i said i just thought that Even outside of of the ring, like his presence and like you you just felt like, oh, we got something here. Um, I think a better question is, is name me a bad class,
2: right? Yeah, it does seem to come up like every class, isn't it? Is this the best cohort ever? Is this the best cohort ever? But again, you do look at Uemura and Carl Fredericks from the LA side and think, "Mm, hmm, this is pretty tasty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and even, you know, again, you got to add the, the Gabriel kids in that mix and then the Clark Connors. And, um, you know, it, it's – but, again, we, we have this conversation every year. You know, in years past, it was, you know, Takahashi and Makabe – or not Makabe, um, uh, Watanabe and, and, you know, it, it name me a bad one. Right? Name me a class where it was just like, oh, nobody really came out of this looking very good. <laughs> and 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 the future looks bleak. Uh I think we've always had a certain degree of of stars and and true talent coming out of the dojo classes. It's it's an Look, they do it well. They do it right. Um there's very there's Look, there are guys that slip through the cracks. And don't make it. Like, they make it to to the dojo. But that's a tough life. Like, that is a tough life, living in that dojo. Not easy. Uh, and, and it can break people. It can break people. Uh, but the people who find their way, you know, to, to make it through, usually wind up in good shape in pro wrestling. Um, the majority. I think there's more there's more wins than there are losses.
2: Let's go on to our next tournament match, which was Yuji Nagata defeating Minoru Suzuki in 20 minutes 35 with a backdrop hold. The dad fights are back, Damon. We got dad fights. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Whew, what a
1: fucking... Look, they, went, they slapped the shit out of each other for five minutes. And there was one shot, Joel, of... And they, uh, once again, talking about production and getting getting the the, the, the wheels turning again. They had one shot of Yuji Nagata on his knees, looking up, bloody mouth, chest purple from the battering that he's been taking.
2: And that started the day before as well. Even in the Mighty Man tag they had, they were going mental on each other. And Nagata finished the tag match with his neck and his shoulder like bright scarlet as well. So they did not hold back. Nope. Nope. And I will be honest. You know, I was in our
1: Discord, which is, as you like to say, popping. I was in that Discord while this show was on. And when Nagata came out from behind the, the ramp, I was in the, my, my, my thumb was dancing about the keyboard, ready to fire off some witty little jab of, it looked like Nagata aged 10 years in three months. He looked like he got old in 3 months walking down that aisle
2: even with the robe can't- he was wearing the robe Damon
1: look he, his face his body he looked old he looked old does not mean shit he looked old he got in that fucking ring and that went right by the wayside he abs- like he took punishment that a Fifty-year-old guy shouldn't be taken. He did, and Suzuki too, and Suzuki too. Like, I feel bad for Suzuki because he's a tough guy, and he has to play that tough guy. <laughs> so it's like he can't. Ha- like, if he doesn't have a match like that, like wh- like he just had, people are going to be like, "Oh, it was a shitty Suzuki match. Oh, he didn't try." And no, uh, he's fucking fifty years old. Fifty years old. Over 50. Great match. Talk about, talk about two guys who knew the spotlight they, they were in and wanted to go out there and have a great match. Again, 50 years old. 50 years old. Bloody mouths. Bruised chest. Taking slaps. Hard hits. Kicks. There's a you know, How many of those fucking... Those kicks that, that Suzuki take while he's sitting there on his on his knees and getting blasted in the chest. 50 years old. 50 years old. I'll tell you what. I'm 40-something. I, we, don't, we don't have to get an exact number. 40-something. I, I ain't fucking doing half. I'm not half. I ain't doing 10 seconds of what they did. And the brutality they put... Did you see his fucking chest? Did you see the goddess chest? That thing was purple. Not red. Purple. Fucking unbelievable, these two. Great match. Everyone praising him as they should. For, again, empty arena. But we need you. We need you to do this. 50 years old. Outstanding job.
2: And you called it last week with... Nagata getting what I think is an upset here and really excited by the prospect of him locking horns with Okada again in the next round and you just you have to think when you're seeing guys like Nagata and Kojima putting on great singles matches like this I there's a a, in the back of my mind I'm thinking how many more of these are we going to get now how often do we get to see a Nagata singles match I mean that I mean it begs the question is he being underutilized I would love to see more Nagata singles matches but these little Cameo I say cameos, these you know appearances that they make in the new Japan Cup, he's you know, not in the G1 anymore. You you've got to savor these matches and really appreciate them and enjoy them because we don't know how many more of them we're gonna get. You go through that roster.
1: And I and trust me, everybody does it. Everybody tries to find, you know, to, to have the, the take that everyone can then retweet and, and all that shit. But I promise you, go through that fucking roster. Name me one guy who is as, as underappreciated as Yuji Nagata.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it when we've done our classic watch alongs. This is a guy who I think, if he had been born in a different era, yep. we're looking at a superstar.
1: Yep. He just missed, it feels like. And, uh, and again, the, the absolute, s- the, the, just the, the, the disgustingness of his WCW run. Right? Again, when Nitro was on fire, Yuji Nagata was there, kids. He was there with, 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 what was it, Sonny Ono? Ugh. Uh, Yeah. He, it feels to me like Yuji Nagata just missed. Just missed. And it's a shame because, again, you go through that entire fucking roster. And I know there's a lot of new fans and I know there's a lot of people that listen to this show that are new, that got on board and we're glad to have you. Yuji Nagata is a fucking treasure. A fucking treasure. The fact that he can be tapped on the shoulder and deliver something like that at 50 years old.
2: And we get to see another one next week. I think I may have mentioned before, there's a match I loved in the 2017 G1 Climax with Okada against Satoshi Kojima, where Okada was just at his absolute prick heel best, like taking the piss out of the fans and patronizing Kojima. And it was amazing. It made for a really incredible match. And I hope they follow the same blueprint in this Nagata match, because that could be, you know, empty arena to the side. That could be a classic. And I'm really, really looking forward to that one.
1: They haven't wrestled more often, man. Okada and and, and uh, excuse me and uh, Nagata. Yeah, only one match. In, yeah, G one right. Yeah, that you mentioned. That's that's how about that? Think of that. That's pretty amazing, actually. How do you how do you keep a matchup like that that fresh? Like we we have we have we have a legitimate fresh matchup here in in New Japan Cup. I mean, taking you know the juniors out of the, that that equation, but it, you know two heavyweights. It's pretty amazing. I think this match Well, you know what? There's there's a lot of there's there's a lot that can happen, but let let's put it this way. Let let's let's circle that one. Let's circle the twenty-fourth of June. And that one will fuck in, as as the kids like to say. I don't know what the what did the kids say? Slap? Is it slap? Is it gonna slap? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. thanks. All right. Thanks, um, Th- thanks great kids.
2: <laughs> our main event was Kazuchi Okada defeating Gato in 15 minutes, 30 seconds with a Cobra Clutch. 15 minutes? No. <laughs> Bad New Japan. I mean, David, I I had to pause this one because I had to give Esther her bath. So when I came back to it, instead of. I, I, I have to admit, I didn't hit play and watch the whole thing because I I saw the writing on the wall from the night before with uh, Jaddo and Yano going as long as it did and I thought this this is not going to be the 2 minute squash match that it ought to be so I was just hitting the right arrow on my keyboard just sort of skipping through little you know 10 15 second chunks of this so I was kind of enjoying this match like a slideshow like still images of what was happening. And the first chunk of it looked pretty funny, you know, with Ghetto using all his antics and Okada foiling him. Ah, oh, you know, I found the spray. Ah, oh, I found you know, the brass knuckles and all that. But again, do we really need 50... Do we really need Ghetto having a, a long heat segment of him having control over Okada and Okada's got a cell? Just, this is getting to be a problem with this company that they just don't know a lot of the time, when a match needs to be short. And this was one of those examples. I mean, who cares that it's a main event? You know, I know Okada's got to we'll switch it. Have this one in the co-main event and have Nagata and Suzuki in the main event. I just thought this one went way too long. It started off funny, but at the end, um, it just, <laughs> from what I could tell, hammering through it with my uh, arrow key, it looked like it went way too long. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, I, I know... The 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 subplot here is the idea of Okada finally getting his hands on Ghetto in a one on one match.
2: They did it before. Can, they did it about a year ago.
1: I know, but the you know the idea of him teaching him a lesson. I get it. This should have been just again three minutes, four minutes at best. And I understand that the heat that was generated, you know, that with with Okada selling, it was all, you know, I got hit with a fucking chair. I got hit with a brass knucks. I got hit with a fucking cane, you know, whatever they they had at ringside, which was a little bit embarrassing in the sense of all of this was in plain sight of, of the glorious Red Shoes who uh again I, I don't mind shenanigans in 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 that you know you're cheating you're hiding your your dastardly ways you're pulling one over on the ref there's a big difference between that and i have a, i have a pair of brass knuckles and I'm going to hold it in my hand, and the referee is going to stare at said knuckles and watch me punch a guy in the face, and then he's going to count the, the pinfall. You know what I mean? Like, there's subtleties important here. I think um, that was one of the elements that I just just was like, oh, this is getting ridiculous. With with again, we, we knew there was going to be a lot of hijinks, but I just it made Red Shoes look like a boob and it's one of those things that it just, it's hard for me to swallow. That being said, um, once, you know, Okada kind of recovered from those foreign objects, international objects, as WCW would like to call them, um, he, you know, he, it was easy pickings from that point, it felt like. Um, yeah, it went entirely too long. It, But it wasn't, Look, it wasn't as bad as Yano Giotto, that's for sure. Um could we have shaved a, a good couple of minutes off of this? Absolutely. But it wasn't as bad as that, and um it's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Memphis Memphis ghetto is, is uh is done and uh we, we we can confidently move on and know that things will get better from here.
2: Our next show will be Monday, June 22nd, where we'll have Tanahashi versus Taichi, Ibushi versus Zack, Taguchi versus Sanada, and Sho versus Shingo. So that is a ridiculously stacked lineup for an empty arena show. Um, We don't know. Maybe they will be in a different venue for this one. Maybe a venue you you recognize. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But what stands out to you there, Damon?
1: Oh, Christ. What stands out? Um, I mean, of course, Ibushi, Zack, again... And that, that's fine by me. Uh, I, could, I could watch it every day of the week. I think Sho and Shingo will be fucking fantastic. I think uh, Tanahashi Tai Chi will be great. Um, again, ta, ta, pff, last half of 2019, beginning of 2020, Tai Chi was on fucking fire when it came to matches. Like, no, uh, nobody was complaining about Tai Chi matches. I think this will be really good. I, I, I really do. Uh, and I think, again, a lot of people are, are pointing at this as, as being the upset, right? This is this is the the one match that people have circled of, you know, the, the usual New Japan Cup shocker. That might be the one that people have circled the most. But uh, yeah, I mean, Show Shingo will be fucking great. Yeah, twenty seconds gonna roll, man. <laughs> I mean, that's I, I when the brackets were announced, that's the, that's the one instantly. My eyes fucking went to um that's that is a sexy lineup worst part about it is is that a lot of great guys have to have to take a walk home right a lot of a lot of great guys you're not gonna you're not gonna see they get one and done so um yeah but the 22nd is, is is the night that's that's the night for sure
2: and then on Tuesday 23rd we got Tenzan against Yoshihashi Yo versus Bushi Kojima versus Evil and Goto versus Yujiro so not as sexy but a few interesting matches there I'm always intrigued by Yo versus Bushi and I think uh, Kojima versus Evil could be really good you know two big lads larrating each other and depending on which Yujiro turns up I think Yujiro versus Goto a lot of people are sleeping on that if Yujiro's got his working boots on I think that one could be decent I like
1: uh I think Kojima Evil is is the one I'm I'm looking forward to most on the 23rd. Uh I feel like Yo and Bushi I've seen a thousand times. Um so Especially I'm a little with all less excited
2: for as well.
1: Right, right. Um Tenzan, Yoshihashi I mean, we'll see We'll see what three months
2: have done, right? <laughs> we'll, uh, I mean, i say, we'll again, like, see. the point I brought up earlier, how many more Tenzan singles matches are you going to get? We could right. be, you know, counting on one hand the number of extra Tenzan singles matches. And, yeah, maybe that's a good thing, but he might know that, you know, but this time next year he might have retired. So he, someone might have had a word with him or he might think in the back of my mind, this could be my last big singles match, could be my last New Japan Cup match. So... Who knows? You know, I'm not going to dismiss it out of hands just yet. And let's say, and, and and in that
1: role, again, people hand wave Yoshihashi just because, again, as we love to say, bag of socks. But, but he is competent enough. No, nobody's, nobody's doubting necessarily his competency in the ring of making someone look good, right? And that's, trust me, that's going to be his role in this match. Uh nobody's doubting that. That might be okay. I don't think it's gonna be horrible. And again, we're gonna see what three months have done for for, for Tenzon, who of anybody who needed three months off, there's your guy. Uh but I guess no, the twenty third I'm looking forward to most is uh Kojima evil. That that's that that match that should that should be really good.
2: And then Wednesday, June 24th, we will have Makabe versus Ishii, Yano versus Hiromu, Ishimori versus Kanemaru, and Okada versus Nagata. Uh, I've already talked how excited I am for Okada Nagata. That could be a great one. And then, yeah, we've got the ongoing story, the feud between Ishimori and Kanemaru. And Ishimori, of course, has never beaten Kanemaru. And despite most of that happening in pro wrestling, Noah they've acknowledged it. Uh, Ishimori was talking about it in the backstage comments, saying how Kanemaru was painting his ass and he didn't want to have to face him. Yano Hiromu, they've got history as well, like I said. The haircutting incident back when Hiromu was a young lion. And Makabe versus Ishii, like you said, is your beefy boy fight. So this is a really intriguing night of matches here. Yeah.
1: I love the fact that... And one of the things that I, I really find great about, especially the, the the interviews and the backstage segments with New Japan Pro Wrestling, is... You know, the feeling is is that they're, they're, they're allowed to be human beings. And they're, they're not characters per se. They're human beings who pro-wrestle and have personalities. Their own distinct personalities.
2: Wait, wait, wait. So are you telling me that Gedo is not handing Hiromu Takahashi a script saying, right, so then you need to get on the floor and you need to meow like a cat and then you need to scream <laughs> and feed pieces of fried chicken to Will Osprey? Are you, are you telling me that he's ad-living all of this? I believe that's
1: the case, as shocking as that sounds. Uh, yes. And, and the idea of, again, let's just say, Joel, that before we got together and did this podcast, we were, I don't know, uh, champion uh, dart people. And we would be at the pub, and we would play darts, and we would beat everyone. Anybody who came our way, we beat, Right. And then we get to a championship level, and you and me are opponents, and it's a constant struggle between me and you as the top dart tosser in the fucking world. I don't even know what the fuck they're called, but apparently darts are a big thing, and they, especially in England, aren't they? Um, like, they have tournaments and shit like, the people go and see. Anywho, um, <laughs> that, that's why... <laughs> It's my uh, British culture take of the day, Joe. Brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Um, the My point being is this, is that we, of course, would mention the fact in interviews that, yes, we used to be partners, and we used to be uh, the best at be- beating the people at the pubs. And now, look at us now, where it's, you're my biggest rival. Of course we would mention that. And, of course a guy who can't get a win over another guy, whether it be in Noah, whether it be in, in wrestle one, whether it be in wherever the fact that that's not acknowledged is, is, silly. And I think people are conditioned by one company that of the, of it not being a staple in pro wrestling. And we're shocked when people do it, right? They mention things that of course, why wouldn't you mention it? Like, like to me that's weird in the sense of the the, the, the the reality is the is the thing where we're like, wow, that's a shocking thing that they did. He mentioned something that happened. Well, of course. Of course. Why not mention it? Um it's real. The real the, the real people, the real human beings, of course they're gonna mention it. Um and I think again, that's another reason why we all love this product. It's because of little things like that that help – like I I, thought, I saw somebody write, and it might have been Voices of Wrestling, and it probably was because they, they usually have good points on this that I would agree with, that things like this reward the hardcores, the people that want that deep dive, the people that want – to be swimming on the deep end of the pool. The people that want to immerse themselves in this product as deeply as they can. Again, if you want to pop in and out on big shows for New Japan, eh, of course, absolutely. You can follow along easily. No problem at all. You want a kind of little middle ground? Great. But if you really want a deep dive, it's there for you. There are, there are subplots to subplots to subplots to subplots um, and little nuggets that you get along the way that makes it enjoyable for the entire fan base. And why? Because they're not restricted. to treat it like normal human beings. End of rant. Thank you.
2: Excellent stuff. All right. Well, let's have a look at some of our questions then. We've got a lot of questions for sports reporter, Damon. So first oh. of all, Nicole says, is, okay, no, I think this should be, if. if MLB doesn't restart this year, does Manfred keep his job?
1: Gotcha. Okay. So what we're talking about here, Joel, uh, Major League Baseball. So again, hockey has a plan to come back um, safely. The NBA also has a plan even though it's uh, – there's some issues going on and uh, I think rightfully so. They want to make sure that uh, them returning doesn't take away the spotlight of what's going on with the social justice changes that are occurring in the United States, which again, they're keeping the the, uh, foot on the gas pedal for sure here in the United States and that's a, a good thing. Uh, And they didn't want to distract that. So there's been a lot of discussion about that. But again, a plan is in place. Uh, Premier League yesterday? What was I watching yesterday? Was I I watching Aston Villa? Watching Aston Villa yesterday as they played in front of an empty arena. Uh, So everybody's coming back. Major League Baseball. They're billionaires fighting over billionaires and millionaires fighting over pennies is, is what it's come down to. And there's, uh, they have shit the bed, if you will. So, uh, which is really mind boggling to be truthful. Um, so there's not a plan in place as of right now for baseball's return, which should be playing right now. Um, so it's a shit show, Joel, an absolute fucking shit show. Uh, and that's the commissioner. No, the commissioner's doing his job. The the commissioner, uh, Nicole, is 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 protecting the owners, right? The the, the owners who again, what then? Uh, there's a team, the Florida Marlins, uh, Miami Marlins, out there. Uh, Joel, they can't get people to fucking go to this base this, 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 to see this team play for the life of them. They, they, uh, big baseball stadium, pff, maybe seven thousand on a Wednesday night. Uh, they just draw horribly. Still, the team's valued at billion, billion I, with a B. Uh, it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. Uh, but again, millionaires and billionaires fighting over pennies. Uh, no plan yet. The commissioner will be back. I, I have, I have no doubt. Sorry to take away from uh, wrestling talk for baseball talk.
2: Uh, John from Amakaze like say, says, pick a Stanley Cup winner whenever we finally get hockey back. And any interest in trying to watch Japanese baseball? Ooh. That
1: starts up, doesn't it? That starts up, uh, if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, would, I would I would like to jump into the, the Japanese leagues a little bit harder. I mean, I got my uh, my Giants. <laughs> I have a couple of baseball caps that I got at the Tokyo Dome. I have a... Uh, do I have, what else do I have? I have... Uh, the Swallows, I have a Swallows hat. Uh, I have a Fukuoma, whatever the team is there. I bought a baseball cap there. Uh, so, yeah, maybe I need to pick a team. Get in. Get in now. So I, I might definitely be doing that. Not might definitely. I, I, I'll i be definitely doing that. Um, hockey's going to be weird, Joel. It, I mean, they're going to have this tournament. It's, it's going to be like the New Japan Cup of hockey. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm going with my heart. Toronto Maple Leafs are winning the fucking Stanley Cup. <laughs> Why not? We can't have a parade. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be so fitting. Chef's kiss. Uh, we'll power through this tournament, and we're taking the Columbus and everything, everybody else in our path. How about that? Uh, it's not going to happen, but we can, we can hope, can't we?
2: Gig Me Like a Butcher says, any memories of Nassau Coliseum and thoughts on it going away? Wow. That's a – okay. Yeah.
1: I mean I used to uh, drive up there, cover the Flyers when they would play up there at Nassau Coliseum. Worst press box of any press box I've ever been. It looks like it was an afterthought because they had these pillars that – like you have to like like dance around these pillars to see the fucking ice uh, that are in the press box. Um, And it's weird because in most press boxes, you – there's an elevator there. That you take down to the event floor to get to the locker room access and go from there. In Nassau Coliseum, you had to go through the fans. Like you had to walk through people leaving the arena to get down this ramp. And I'm like, I'm following some of the beat writers who've been there many, 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 many times. And I'm like, we got to go through the fucking crowd. And he's like, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. And, you know, just you had to fight your way through people trying to leave. You're trying to get to the fucking press doors. Ridiculous. Um, I, I, re, I, I gotta be honest with you, I remember more about the drive of Nassau Coliseum, like you, uh, like it's right around the shoreline, right on, okay, I guess it would be Long Island, right? Um, the drive, so you see the ocean as you, as you're on the highway, I just remember that being a, a pretty fun drive once you got out of like, um, like Brooklyn area. Um, Old arena, man. Old arena. I hate to see them go, but they're rebuilding it and refurbishing it and all that shit. But, yeah, I've been there a few times.
2: And Archaic Bro says, how much of a trash fire are the Buffalo Sabres right now? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I,
1: I, if you're a Buffalo Sabres fan, God bless, because you you have suffered. This is a team, Joel, that has not made the playoffs in, I believe, eight years Um, perennial, like they start out of the gate looking hot and people have hope and then they just shit the bed and their management is just the worst and they gave a lot of money to this guy Jack Eichel who, I mean, he hasn't won much. I mean, he hasn't had a lot of supporting cast, but anybody who leaves Buffalo say it's the best thing for their career. (laughs) Like, they openly say, like, oh, my time in Buffalo, what a fucking nightmare. Um, And that's not because of the say. I've been to Buffalo a few times, actually. Um, But yeah, the team's just... Fuck I feel sorry for him and, and here's the thing too Buffalo is right there It's right in Leafs country Right So Buffalo is right there But you take one highway I think it's the 401 And you're right up to Toronto And it's maybe like An hour and a half drive So you can imagine Thinking like Okay so Maple Leafs up there Are like massive Like there's nothing bigger Than the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs uh, and, to, and to be the Buffalo Sabres <laughs> Trying to Trying to fucking Make their way uh, it just doesn't happen. All right, that's that's enough sports talk. I don't want to bore everybody with that. But thank you for the sports
2: question. Josh says, "Who do you think will be the next to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the first time?" Uh, now I know I've said before I thought Will Osprey might be a good candidate, but now Damon Yuya Oemra could he be the next one? Maybe. I think we got a
1: little ways to go, but I was good. I always I tell you what they could find a way to put lifts in shows fucking boots. <laughs> I, I really still think show was was a guy that I would I would def take a strong look at. Um, you just can't get height, you know. what I mean, you just can't make him bigger. It's going to be tough. Um, Will was one that we were talking about a lot, and I don't know if plans are still there, but I mean, if 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 t- talking about getting bigger, Jesus Christ, Will, whew, I oh, mean it's pushing some iron. It's gotten big. Um and but I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel a little bit less warm to that right now. So
2: you might be right on that one. So again, just to be clear, we are not on we're, we're not supporting Ibushi or Sanada to be IMGP heavyweight champions.
1: Um I don't think Sanada's your guy. I really don't um at one point i thought Ibushi might be your guy at least for a cup of coffee with the title um i think he still might be you know i think he
2: would be a good person for naito to lose the belt to eventually
1: i think he could i mean it wouldn't be the worst thing that could possibly happen let's put it that way um so you could put him in the shortlist of guys who have never won it that could possibly win it. I would, I would have no problem putting him in that list.
2: Flynn says, Not a fan of Sanada. Had him... Blah, 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 blah. If he was to win New Japan Cup, as predicted, should he face Naito in two falls at Dominion and take Intercontinental title? Might be better than him just losing a shot at the heavyweight title yet again. And Dabog God says, Could you see a possibility where Sanada wins the cup? Challenges for the IC title so it stays in the faction and then they have all the belts and he could be a champion.
1: We could, I, I think that's the one thing that I kind of think is weird with with the double champion thing. Like, like the idea of somebody just saying, "Well, no, I'll take the Intercontinental title," you know? Yeah. Um, why would you do
2: that? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Right, right. That's the one. That's that's the one thing where you kind of paint yourself a, a little bit into a corner. It feels like when it comes to the booking. Um,
2: Although I guess Nakamura sure... did that one year, didn't he? When did, did he win the New Japan Cup, and he said he wanted to challenge for the IC title instead?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But that was, you know, it wasn't like it was a double champion thing. You know what I mean? Like, that was just, he decided to go for that particular title. It wasn't like, you know, again, you're holding, one guy's holding both belts. Like, why would you you say, no, I I want the
2: white one. And and they already said that Dominion's going to be for both titles.
1: Right. Right. And, And again, why would it not be? Um, I just don't see Sonata winning the title. I just don't. I just think that. I uh, why? <laughs> I mean, I know people say they constantly tell me that he's super popular and he's you know the uh, a, a person that that you know, you know people seem to enjoy in Japan, and and even in the states too. I don't know. I just don't see. I just. Again, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that title being a very few select people and I don't think Sonata makes that cut.
2: Loose Explosion Fart Cloud says, as he gets older, can Chi get chunkier, therefore enhancing his sleeves? Imagine 50-year-old fat Tai Chi doing the pant test, spot, still thinking he's hot shit, still wearing the same size trunks. What do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I responded to that one actually on the Discord and I said, that sounds like me on a Wednesday night. Who are you kidding? Um... That's that's the future, right? That's we we're all fighting that. We're all swimming upstream against that eventually happening to everyone. So why not? I say he goes full blown. Him, at, imagine Tai Chi at fifty. I don't think he's going to be this. I don't think you're going to be looking at Yuji Nagata, <laughs> right? When it comes to Tai Chi, uh, yeah, I think you have to go full on sleaze uh, with him, and his fifty is going to look much different than Yu- Yuji Nagata's fifty.
2: Jason says, is there any more tragic sign of an empty house than not having a crowd to shout Kaze Ni Well, we're all shouting on the Discord, Jason. So you join us on the Discord chat and you won't have those long. Ago- well, you know, even without the Discord, I was sitting there on my sofa shouting Kaze Ni Yeah,
1: in my head, I was doing it as well. So everybody, I think uh, the collective New Japan Pro Wrestling Universe uh, gave the good vibes there. We all, we all did it. So uh, um, that's a good thing. Maybe if we're loud enough, they'll hear it all the way in Tokyo.
2: Eric says, if or Osprey, or Jay wanted to come back tomorrow, is it an impossibility right now for Japan or something that would involve X amount of quarantine time? I just want to know if we could get a surprise return in the next month. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but I believe there are still travel bans in place for quite a long list of countries uh, for coming into Japan. So... um, even then, probably what we're looking at a two week quarantine at least. So I can't see it happening. I, I wouldn't expect any of those people to appear at, let's say, Dominion. Right. But unless Joel, they
1: were they, you know, maybe a month ago they planted the seeds to get them back for these shows. Maybe they've already are here. Maybe they already are in quarantine. Maybe they have oh, already huh, been. That
2: would explain why we're not hearing anything or seeing anything from them in the states maybe right right you're not maybe. eating a pastrami sandwich are you
1: no I'm not <laughs> eating no, no pastrami is, sandwich yeah no there is not a deli plate to be had near me so no make that clear
2: okay I've sent you on uh, WhatsApp a funny tweet it wasn't a question oh. but I just thought something you might appreciate and I'm going to go to Bash's question while you're opening that uh, it says since Japan is only offering the domestic tourists the offer of paying for them to visit the country and subsidizing them financially do you think they will do the same for foreign tourists soon i'm sure you'll get plenty of questions about the press blah 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 but blah. okay yeah so uh yeah do you think they might subsidize for foreign tourists i don't think so i think this is just something that we're seeing in a few countries actually to kick-start the domestic uh, tourism I, I can't see it being offered to foreign tourists no
1: yeah, I can't imagine it either. Um I just think the costs involved in that and how would they manage that and how would they send payments and just I I just I mean, I I would love it if they did. It, it would it would definitely entice me a little bit more um to take that fucking 12-hour, 13-hour flight in a, <laughs> a d- disease-ridden tube. Um but I can't see that happening. In, for let, Let's put it this way. I can't see that happening to make it substantial. You might get like a $10 food voucher or some shit like that. But I can't see anybody paying for, for me to go to Japan. Let's put it that way.
2: Damon, can you talk to us about yeah. the tweet I've just sent you? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: uh, let me describe it if I could for those of you uh, listening. This
2: is from Pleber, uh, by the way.
1: Well, excellent job, Pleber. Uh this is Chase Owens. Uh, I guess it's that uh, card collecting game you play on your phone. You get you know the cards. You've seen it advertised on the, the, the cup shows where you collect a roster, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what I have in front of me here is the card associated for Bullet Club member Chase Owens. Chase, um, you know, taken out of context with this picture, shirtless, a a kind of grin, maybe a, uh, a, a a grin of pleasure, maybe a grin of uh, I have to finish a job here. <laughs> I have I have work to do. His hands are are look to be down below his waist, um, and uh, dare I say the looming pictures of Fale in the background, and uh, I, I believe that is Tamatanga uh, looking at him almost like, mm, what are you doing there, Chase? Uh, in the background, would lead one to believe that Chase is jerking off. <laughs> that's that's really what I get. His picture is uh, looks to me as if he is masturbating at a at a feverish pace. May I add, uh, with Bullet Club members leering over his back, waiting to see if he's completed or not. Uh, highly inappropriate card, I must say. New Japan and Bushi Road. Uh, to say the least. And I'm shocked that this would uh, be released to the general public. Uh, yes, that is that is my take on this card.
2: Uh, Daniel says, what do you see as Tanahashi's role moving forward? Is he still the guy who rarely loses or will he be used to put younger talent over? I loved his match with Ospreay in last year's G1 and it made me wonder. I think
1: we got a long ways to go before we start Tanahashi doing jobs to put over the youngest of talent. I mean, if it makes sense for a storyline, if it if it is a uh, thing where, um, you know, he's not just putting people over at this point, not yet. Anyway, this is, this is that that that's not where we are with Tanahashi. Is he on the downward slope of his career? Sure. Is he um, eventually going to be needed to do that and give the rub to people that might need it? Absolutely. And I think he's already doing that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but when the time is right. Just don't expect him to just go into the ring and fucking lie down
2: for younger guys at this point. Do you think he has either a IWGP title reign or a Tokyo Dome main event left in him? Or are those days done? Um
1: here the problem is is that you have a lot of talent that could do exactly what you've asked. Um headline, dome, title title run. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi is a guy very similar to where we were when, when it came to, uh, uh, Omega, where we had to get the title off of him. Um, we had to have a main event of somebody who can main event. Um, I think at this point, Hiroshi Tanahashi is, uh, what we'll call the pickle. He's the pickle in the sense of, if you are in a pickle, you know, you can lean on Hiroshi Tanahashi to either, again, cup of coffee with the title headline a main event, if things go astray. He's a he's a fantastic plan B. Let's put it that way.
2: Rai says, does this make Yujiro the de facto leader of Bullet Club for the time being? <laughs> I don't know how the hierarchy works, but uh, is he the most senior? Is he the most Probably. tenured Bullet Club? He is. He's the longest tenured Bullet Club member. He's in Japan at the moment. I think,
1: I think you might be right. I think you might be right. He's, uh, I mean, besides Ghetto, right? No but no. Okay, right, those, he's no. been long yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Yokata, right? Um I mean I'm trying to think. Yeah, if he might be he might be the guy. Man, imagine imagine those parties. He's fucking
2: he's got the corporate credit card.
1: Shit. <laughs> nice.
2: Alright, uh Mally is asking me what I want for dinner, so shall we yes. knock it on the head there so I can give my dinner order the attention that it deserves?
1: I would agree. I have to uh, hop in at work. Excellent job by you, as always, Joel. Good to talk a little pro wrestling. Three shows. we got more right around the corner next week. So, super thrilled and uh, great job by you.
2: Okay, and yourself, Damon. Always a pleasure. Um, Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast. If you would like to donate some money to us. Discord link is in the show notes. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash super casts. Massive thanks to you, editor Dan Find him on Twitter At Lousy Hero 219 I think they've got a new song out as well Escape the Box Him and his band Really fan.
1: good Check it out Spotify Apple Music All that Escape the Box uh, Doing
2: great things In the music world Check them out uh, When the Time's Right Is the name of the new single So definitely Give a listen to that uh, And subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network Give us a five snake review on iTunes Follow us on Twitter At SuperJcast. Thanks all for listening And Goodbye